Four foot nothing, 65 kilos ring and wet. I wish. She operates a 360 ton haul truck with wheels that are like four metres high. Anyone can do it. There are people shorter than her who yeah. operate as big machinery. It's not how big you are and tough you are. you just got to have, as we say, a little bit of mongrel in you. Welcome to the Beers with a Minor podcast, episode number 21. I am Mad Mumsy. For years now, I've been asked the same questions. How does a little thing like you drive those big trucks? You must be rich. Oh, how do I get a job doing that? Not everyone is cut out to be a miner, but why not? What is it really like and what does it take to thrive and survive in this industry? Tune in each episode as I sit down for a relaxed chat, usually over a few beers, with a fellow miner. Audio blogs are also shared, so you don't even have to read. Now let's dig in. Get it? Dig. Mining. Oh, crack me up. Last week, if you happen to listen, and perhaps the week before, it was a bit heavy and sad, and we were talking about Are You Okay Day in episode 19, and episode 20, I shared what was going on when I found out that a fellow miner had been killed in a mine where I know a lot of people who work, so... This week, as promised last week, I said we will have something, someone, something a little brighter and happy, and so I decided to get Mad Baz on the show. (laughs) Barry Olsen, Baz to us, and Mad Baz to some, as I'm sure you'll understand by the end of the episode, is here with me today, and uh, Barry's been in the mining game for a long time in various roles around Australia. I wanted to have him on the podcast because I'm sure he can share many insights for anyone who is looking to get into the industry. And also because he's a fun bloke and I love him to bits. And I know he's hanging out to open his beer. So welcome to the podcast, Baz. Thank you, Mad Mumsy. I think we might be related because you're Mad Mumsy and I'm Mad Baz. Oh, true, yes. So here we go. There's my beer being opened. Merry Christmas. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> Um, Baz is married to my mum, Lynn, who you met in episode 18. Mum shared the story of how they met in a mining camp and have been together now for 28 years, apparently. 26 Mm, wedding anniversary. That's right, yeah. But together for 28. That's correct, yeah. And Baz is my other dad. (laughs) And he's also a great mate. And relating it back to... The mining industry and the Beers with the Miden podcast, he also taught me everything I know about driving a dump truck. So that's why I really wanted to get him on the show. He's got heaps of golden nuggets to share, <laughs> and they're not all just in his beer can. <laughs> Speaking of which, Baz, yes. as this podcast is called the Beers with the Miner podcast, I like to start these happy hour episodes with my guests sharing their favourite beverage and also their favourite time to enjoy it. It could be a beer, a wine, spirit, or perhaps even a cup of tea. What is yours? Well, I always live by the rule that when in Rome, do as the Romans do. So if you're in Rome, you drink wine. If you're in France, you drink champagne. When you're in Queensland, what else do you drink? Four X gold. Four X gold. Four X gold. Occasionally bourbon, but four X gold. And a stubby or a can? Oh, always a can. Stubbies tend to chip my teeth a little bit, I think. But oh, right, yeah. 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 <laughs> um, so, 
Mad Mumsy listeners know that that is also my favourite beverage. Oh. So it's always handy if I run out. Can I have a beer, Baz? Yes. Yeah, sure. And then, yeah. Always. Yeah. So cheers, Baz. Cheers. Merry Christmas and happy morning. Happy morning. Merry Christmas, he says. It's, what is it? Don't even talk about Christmas. September. Not far away now. Oh, right. Okay. So let's dig into your mining story. And okay. I don't think I know the answer to a lot of these questions. I know from pretty much when you met mum. Mm. But how did you get your first job in the mining industry and what was it? And how many decades ago was it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, here we go. Bring well, it on. <laughs> it was quite by accident, actually. Um, a friend of a friend came back on break back in 1988 and uh, the roster was six weeks on, one week off. And she told my then sister-in-law that they were looking for people up in the mine site and would I be interested in, in going up and working on that roster. Um, so I thought, yeah, well, you know, I'm not doing too much, getting paid $8 an hour at the moment, so let's give it a bit of a go. What were you doing then? Uh, builder's labourer. Builder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Been in the build uh, industry for a long time. My dad and two brothers were both builders. Yeah. And my other brother was a painter. So, yeah, been involved in building for, well, since I was 15. That was last century. <laughs> ah, uh, and very good skills, I might add, because you've certainly helped me out over the years. Yeah, Just whip I, a cupboard up and Yeah, stuff. I like doing tinkering little jobs with wood. And, uh, yeah, someone needs something made, I'll... Nut it out and try and have a go at building. Yeah, definitely. Like mm. next break, what are we doing? Moving my fish tank. Moving the fish tank, yeah. Make a cupboard, <laughs> make a linen press. Yeah, yeah, paint it, do all that sort of stuff. Level the floor. <laughs> oh, yeah, let's yeah, not we even won't talk go about floors. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so um, I applied for the job, did the interview, and uh, they asked me when I could start. And uh, my first introduction to mining was a 14 hour bus trip from Perth up into the gold fields with no sleep and uh, picked up off the bus and told I was going straight to work. Oh, uh, 12-hour shift, but we didn't arrive until 10 in the morning or something like that. But, um, yeah, my uh, whole job description basically was labour, cleaning up around the uh, the mill. We're talking uh, hard rock mining. Um Cleaning up around the mill on bobcats, um, shovel, hoses, all that sort of stuff. And um, after a couple of weeks, I was asked if I could operate a loader. And I said, well, I can actually. So uh, I was put onto the, the brand new loader up on the ROM. And what was it? it what was sort a, of a loader? A Komatsu 420. <laughs> so what are they like now? Are they like the... That, Shitty little old ones? Or? Yeah, they would fit inside the bucket of the last loader that I drove, yes. <laughs> Times change, don't they? Oh, absolutely, yeah. Bigger machines, bigger dirt, more dirt, yeah. Bigger yeah. dirt. Bigger, <laughs> yeah. Well, you can. You get some of the rocks that go in the back of your truck these True. days. <laughs> yeah. Can you yeah. just um, explain for people who may not know what hard rock mining is? Yes, for sure, yeah. And what is opposed to what? Yeah, opposed to coal mining, mm. yes. Um, um, hard rock is, or the proper name is metalliferous mining, which is gold, silver, copper, lead, all of that sort of stuff where you actually have an ore body that you have to, once you've located it, you have to design a pit so that you can get that whole body out as opposed to coal mining where you take dirt off the top, 
and you find the coal then you take the coal out then there might be some more dirt and then another seam of coal and then you cover that hole in and then you start the next lot of dirt whereas in hard rock mining it's a permanent hole with permanent ramps that go in and out so they're always in fairly good condition um, and then yeah it's taken up to the ROM which some people may or may not know which is called run of mine which is your ore body and uh, then it goes through the crusher and continues through the circuit for mm. extraction and make money make money make money get that gold I out. like that make money bit. yeah <laughs> <laughs> I um I asked mum in episode 18 about um if you see gold nuggets coming down and stuff mm. she said, no 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 very rarely exciting. very rarely yeah. now I know that you are known as a little bit of a Expert? <laughs> <laughs> no, I was going to say know it all. I'm no. definitely not an expert. <laughs> no, but can you explain the difference between why sometimes you'd see a gold nugget and sometimes you have to it has to go through a whole laboratory ser, um, yeah, yeah, not service. What would it be? Um, uh, assay. Yeah. Cycle. Cycle. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Okay. To find gold. Yeah. Float yeah. it and all that. That's stuff. right. Yeah. But this could take an hour, so. Oh no! I'll, we'll, I'll run through it briefly. There's, right. There's two types of gold. There's alluvial gold and there's alluvial gold. We'll start with alluvial gold, which is gold nuggets. Which is the one I would think. Which would is be. the one that we like yes. to find. Yes. yes. <laughs> um, they usually wash down through uh, rivers and creeks and stuff like that. And alluvial means aqua, water. Uh -huh. And that's where you find them in creeks and, and riverbeds and stuff like that. Eluvial gold, E meaning earth, where you have little tiny specks of gold which are impregnated into the rock and you have to then go through the process of crushing the rock, milling the rock down to like cement dust, then it goes through an extraction process with used with cyanide and, and stuff to extract the gold from the dirt particles. Then it goes through um, into uh, an elution column, yeah, all technical terms, but anyway, <laughs> it goes through and gets washed out and they pick it up and then it is smelted into gold bars, for example. Um, the laboratory, because you can't run a mine without a laboratory because you have the drillers out there doing exploration drilling, they actually find the ore body first then they close up their drill pattern, find out exactly where the ore body is, and they work out how deep they've got to dig. So all these samples come into the lab, and if that is not done properly, um, you could dig in the wrong place. Which is what Mum Lynn yes went into in her episode. That's correct. When yeah. she talked yeah. about in the lab and why it is important to get it right because yeah. the whole mine depended on those results, on the results being right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, because you can't see, like you, coal, you, cannot you can see, see it, it. Yeah. well, to a certain extent. Yeah, well, our mine there was running on three grams of coal, uh, sorry, three grams of gold per tonne of dirt. Mm. To give you an idea what that looks like, if you've got a big tarpaulin, put a tonne of dirt on there, crust it all up, took the dirt away, your three grams of gold would be three little pinpricks. Wow. That's it. That's and we were making money out of that. So, so what's a ton? 
in I'm trying to think um, because you know we trucks I drive would take 300 ton on our back yeah I know it's I know it's a lot but it's mm. a big truck but if you would imagine a ton of dirt on a tarpaulin mm. like when you go down to the nursery and you get one bucket in your tr- or like a trailer say a standard trailer would that yeah. be that wouldn't be a ton would it that depends be? on what you get if you're getting rock like in a mine yeah it could quite easily be a ton yeah. oh because rocks yeah. and bigger and heavier heavier yeah. yes i do mm. recall one drive home with a ute and mm. the <laughs> tray was rubbing on the wheels it was wet whatever mm. we got was wet yes. which added the water yeah yeah so okay it, it, it so, depends yeah. on what you get if you've got rock it doesn't fill up the truck as much as what a lot of fine dirt does true yeah so fine dirt is always a lot heavier than rock yeah yeah so yeah. a ton of dirt whether it's fine dirt or whether it's rock it's still a ton of dirt. It's still a ton. <laughs> yeah. Of course it's fucking still a ton. <laughs> Cheers, have a drink, Baz. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, that, sorry, that's just my brain trying yeah. to process. So it either way you look at it, it's still a shitload of waste rock yes. to get a tiny bit of gold. Yes. Which is what you were saying. That's correct, mm. yeah. But um, like some mines, uh, another mine I worked in where... The high grade gold was um, eighteen grams per ton. Right, so what? Um, seven pinpricks. Uh, eighteen pinpricks. Oh, 18. Yeah, eighteen. Yeah, pinpricks, yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, when you look at, as you say, you've got three hundred ton of dirt on the back of your truck, and each one of them's got eighteen grams of gold in it. Mm. That's um, you know five thousand four hundred grams, which is a lot. That's where you make, and you will have a truckload of dirt going up to. To the crusher on the ROM, uh, it could be carrying anywhere between three thousand and ten thousand dollars worth of dirt, mm. and this is—it's cost them forty liters of fuel to get yeah. that out of the ground. Yeah. But it's also cost them a lot of other stuff to get oh, it out of the ground. Yeah, wages the and processing and processes, and then the laboratory lab and, and drilling and exploration. Oh, absolutely, yeah, yeah, fuel, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why they used to send us a notification. How's your day going? Yes. If you got that on the little computer in your truck, mm. it meant, and you'd have a look, it meant, fuck, I've gone the wrong way You've for gone sure. The wrong You're way. taking a truckload of gold to the dump yeah. or the other way around. Or the other way yeah. around. Yeah. You're taking the shit to the crusher. <laughs> crusher? Sometimes. In gold, yeah. isn't it? Crusher. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes that's not so bad, especially if you've got a high grade because it helps to water it down a little bit so that the. Um, recovery plant can process that amount of gold yeah 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 so you did the sorry back to the story this is Mm. how we roll we kind of digress and god knows what will come out baz oh oh no oh who knows (laughs) might have to stop for a minute i need Mm. another drink how's yours Mm. going Mm. good i'm gonna go get one i'll keep it running because i find if i pause it I might fuck it up. Yeah. And, and that's just a battery saving thing, so that's yeah. all good. Do you and, want another one while I'm up? Yeah, please. So, and, you, and you won't know what I'm saying while you're gone anyway. I will, because <laughs> my editor will tell no. me. <laughs> oh, my God, I'm leaving it on. Oh, no. Oh, quick, I'm going to run as well. <laughs> you're not. No, I'm scared now. <laughs> uh... <laughs> So this mad mumsy, she's a cracker, hey. She's really good at her job. 
and she's a really good miner. And I'm not just bragging because I taught her how to drive a truck. But when she came down to where I was working, she was a bit broken in her life and taken a, a left-hand turn at a right-hand corner. And uh, I suggested she come out and get a job in the mine. And uh, she said, yeah, but only if you train me. So I've tried, she's almost outdone me. She's driving machinery that I don't drive. She's driving graders and stuff like that. And I'm thinking, yeah, no, I don't want to get run over by a mad truckie. But anyway, she does a good job. And, and this podcasting, marvellous. Oh, she's coming back. imagine <laughs> thank you mum just asked how it's going i said oh she goes you finished already i said no we need another beer oh uh, and i told her i said oh he's gonna talk but my editor will sort that out <laughs> <laughs> oh that's hilarious um so back to your story are you are you comfy yeah, do you want good. pillows or oh, something yeah, oh. the, can i back. put my head on your lap we can if you want, but we might not pick up the microphone. <laughs> That's a better angle for you, Yeah, because yeah, we're going to be here yeah. for a while, Bat. No, I'd Set say so. Yeah, we've only just got third beer out of a carton, so we'll be right. God, I haven't even had a joke yet. Oh, oh, just whenever you time, feel... You, give me you, time. I know. You just do in the general conversation. That's right, yeah. So we were in your story, and I'm not quite sure how far in we were. Your first job? Yes. Labouring, cleaning up around the place. That's correct, yeah. Um, and then um, we were in the same mine. Uh, that's where I met your mum, and uh, she she was the lab supervisor. And uh, I went over one day to the laboratory and asked if anybody would like to learn how to operate a D one. <laughs> and everyone, is there such a thing a D one? There is a digging one. Yes, and everyone thought it was like a dozer or something. Oh, like that's that. what I thought. Yeah, I know so, we have D11s. Yeah, D11s. And I believe there's a D13 available now. But, oh, fuck. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> and your mum was like, "Oh yeah, I'll do that." So I took her over to the crusher and gave her a shovel, <coughs> and she said, "What's this?" I said, "It's a D1, <laughs> <laughs> a digging one." <laughs> so, oh my god! <laughs> yeah. Bad. So. Anyway. <laughs> and you haven't stopped giving a shit ever since. No, I, I keep on reminding her of that. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so the, the mine was there and we actually changed management three times as in owners of the mine. So we left and came back and left and came back. And um, through the various times that we returned, I my second stint was actually in the laboratory um, and Lynn traded me up on everything from uh, drying out samples right through the whole process of crushing and wet assay, wet lab and acids and all that sort of stuff right through to assay uh, and get results and send them to management and yeah. then they know where to dig. And then the, the third time we went back, I was Hang actually, on, I'm sorry, uh -oh. I have to interrupt. Uh -oh. For those of you that listen to episode, if you want to hear the interview, <laughs> listen to Mum's interview first, I yeah, reckon. Yeah, that might be good. Yeah, madmumsy.com forward slash beers18 uh, to hear that. And what are you, can you tell us in your memory mm. why you left the lab? Um... 
Hang on, I need cracker beer for this one. <laughs> <laughs> Why I left the lab? Well, actually, we left the lab when the mine got sold to the new management, new company. Yep. And then when we came back, uh, I was going to go back into the lab, and the superintendent says, we need you over on the mill, uh, on the milling circuit. So I said, mm, yep, all right. And that basically covered everything to do with gold processing, processing at that time. So I've been from the crusher to the lab to the mill and um, assisting the gold room foreman with pouring of the gold. Oh, oh. Stop it, did you? <laughs> yeah, I had an 18-kilo gold bar that I shoved up my jumper. <laughs> um, it's all right, I'll edit that bit out. No, no, you can do that. <laughs> As even, if you did. I've, yeah, I've even got it on video, but... Um, I couldn't get out of the gold room because it was locked and I didn't have the key to get oh, out. Oh, so you selfed it up, you jumped for me. Yeah. yeah right. I thought you were making it funny. <laughs> no. So, um, security, was it pretty full on? It would have oh, to be. yeah, yeah. Um, we had, um, like, there was double, triple uh, thickness weld mesh all around the gold room because you can't just lock it all up because it's too hot. When you got um, uh, your furnaces going and stuff like that to melt the gold, which, if anybody didn't know, the melting point of gold is thirteen hundred and twenty-two degrees. And I told you he knows <laughs> shit. <laughs> How many? Thirteen hundred and twenty-two. Thirteen thirty-two, I think it might be. But uh, oh. yeah, so you need to get it that hot before you can pour it into your mold. Mm. Um, yeah, so it gets quite warm in there, and you're wearing a. Um, a heat-proof asbestos apron and a visor and big asbestos gloves. And we're talking like oh, 500 kilometres north of Kalgoorlie out there on the edge of the Simpson Desert. Which is in the Western, Western Australia, Australia for anyone overseas. Yes. And it's freaking hot. Yeah. Well, I haven't like, experienced it, thank should, God. I don't Google, plan to. <laughs> you should Google where it is. You'll see. Yeah. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, we had three days in a row where it was 52 degrees Celsius, mm. which is 134 degrees Fahrenheit, uh, three days in a row. Lucky I was on night shift for the first two, and the next one was my pyjama day where we have a sleep and then we go to work the next day. But we spent all day in the swimming pool, me and a mate, and we drank three cartons of beer and didn't even look like getting drunk because... When you hopped out of the pool, go and get another beer, you were dry by the time you got to the esky. And was the water cold or was it like a warm it, bath? It felt cold, cooler than because you go out into the hot. And yeah. even if the water's warm, it feels cool. Yeah. yeah. So it was pretty good. Yeah. So, well, mum's version, <laughs> or what she said on the interview, <laughs> was. I um, should listen to so that. I had. To, well, I can't believe you haven't yet. Yes, we'll we'll get to that. We'll get to we'll that. We'll get to that. I'm about I'll, to get slapped. You're going to get educated <laughs> on podcasting. I tell you the yeah. wrong. Um, uh, Mum said that you. Um, she didn't say she had to let you go. I don't think I'll have to listen to it again. But because clearly she didn't. But that it wasn't really your thing because, and I know what you're like cooking in a recipe that she said you were just too slow because I you were trying to be careful I I'm, I'm see, I haven't finished I talking yet <laughs> sorry carry no, on no you're right you carry on no I wasn't slow I was accurate 
because I know the importance of getting it right. So Don't make a noise or I'll I'll slap you. Say bit, that again. Bit slap me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, probably, yeah, I wasn't, yeah, wasn't doing my thing. Because <laughs> I guess from what mum was saying, yes, you had to be accurate, but you needed to be a bit faster. You do, yes. Yeah. yeah because you have yeah. X amount of samples that you had to get out because if you don't get the samples out, you could have a, a digger parked up waiting for results so they know where to dig. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it is pretty important. I was a bit slow, but I guess I was too fussy. And as you say about recipes, yeah, if you don't follow the recipe, it's not going to taste right. And pregnant pause there because last night we had a belated Father's Day because that's what you do when you work in mining. We were both away working mm. on Father's Day. We had a te I text you, I think, and then I gave you a ring, but I got mum to message me and say you were awake mm. because you're that's on right. night shift and I yeah. was on day shift, so I didn't want to wake you up. Mm. And we rang, had a quick chat. Oh, and you were about to get on the bus and I ended up talking to my girlfriend. Who's <laughs> <laughs> a bloke, but you'll meet him too. Yeah. Yeah, we'll get him on here. He's the one well, who, he's the dude who does the tunes for the episode. Oh, Love yes, you, yeah. girlfriend. He's more crazy than us. He's <laughs> much more. Um, yeah, so we had a quick chat. But last night we had an actual sit-down dinner and I bought you a couple of oh, cookbooks. Cook, the best cookbooks. Wow. They excellent. They are like 400 pages in each book. Wow, they are big, aren't yeah. they? Yeah. One cook's Bible, and I thought, yeah, well, I'll have to read that. Yeah. Yeah, and the other one on entertaining, and that covers all your on soups and entrees and blah, blah, blah. And then she says to me, everybody, I expect tea of one of these recipes out of the book, but don't tell her I told you that. Every week. <laughs> oh, you didn't tell oh, me yeah. that. Every break, one yeah. meal. Oh, yeah. So it And it's good because you never used to, like, you were a meat and three veg man. That was it. Yeah. You used to come over for tea and mum would say, oh, Barry won't eat that. <laughs> or we'd go out for dinner. Oh, I don't know if there's anything here. Or lunch, more likely. Yeah, lunch. There's nothing yeah. Barry would like here. So you'd go and buy KFC and, and a, come to and our fancy it. restaurant and eat it. Yeah, that's right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm progressing. Um, In a big way. Lynn had an operation. Old. I mean, older. Uh, I'm maturing. Maturing, that's yeah. what well, I was trying to say. People tell me to act my age, but I just say, well, I don't know how to act because I've never been this age before. And what a great way to be. Yeah, so that's why you we just, love you so much. You just do what you do. You do, yeah. and just be mad. Mad mumsy mad and mumsy. mad Baz. <laughs> Holy crap, I hadn't even thought of that well, before. Well, there you go. See, we yeah, are related. We are. We'd have to be. Does your mad mean making a difference? Like mine no, does, it, apparently. It, it just means mad. <laughs> Goddamn crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, dear. So you left... But you, you you left and came back, so you were now in the mill. Yes. And that's where Dione started yes, working. that's correct. Our hard hat mentor. Hard hat mentor, and yes. Yep. Um, she actually started in the laboratory as well, and um, yeah. she, she came over to the mill, and uh, I trained her up on the operating of the mill, um, and uh, we can't go into all the silly stories because they, no one would believe them probably anyway, some of the crap that used to go on. Mm. But anyway. Times uh, have changed a lot. They have. There's a lot more safety. There's a lot more security in your job. There's, um, yeah, 
you can, I, I'd go back there and do the same job if I was fit. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, my mate and I, we held the record for getting from the top floor of the mill tower, which is like the wash plan on a gold, on a coal mine. We had the record from the top floor, which was the fourth floor, down the stairs to ground level in 17 seconds, down the stairs. So did you have three-point contact all the way? Uh, we had four-point contact all the way. Two hands sliding down the rail and, and your butt two, cheek on each one? No, two feet on the edge of the stairs because it's like <laughs> And an just angle. like, wee like and a roller coaster. Slide down, run four steps to the next one, slide down, yep, 17 wow. seconds. Yep. Legendary status. Mm. Do you reckon someone's probably beaten it? Oh, uh, yeah, they did, but um, I think it was about, oh, no, three and a half months later when they let him out of hospital. So... Because <laughs> he fall down at the bottom. He, he, he didn't make the first turn. <laughs> so he didn't beat it then, he was disqualified. Well, yeah, but he made it the first leg in about three seconds. Which, oh, yeah. gosh. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, fun times, different, different times. Mm. So what happened after that? Um, well... When we left there, we came to Queensland. This is my first trip to Queensland back then in 1988 was the first trip. Um, and then on the third time that we left was when Lynn and I actually got married in, in Adelaide. In Adelaide. In Adelaide. Beautiful place. Eddie, Made me wear Adelaide. <laughs> Made me wear those pink dresses. Yeah. Oh, you you, you should see to... Mad Mumsy in a pink dress. <laughs> My God, if I could put a photo on this, I would. Oh, well, I was going to for mums. I'll have another look if I can. That's the good thing now. If you've got old photos and you think, oh, God, you know, what do you scan it and that? Just take a photo of it on your mm, phone mm. and then you can upload it. That's right. Yeah. Exactly right. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. I don't know really that Mad Mumsy people need to see a photo of that. <laughs> but it was pretty oh. hot pink. Oh, it was Ugh. real hot yeah. pink. It was like. Oh, yeah. you could light a cigarette off it. Probably could have. Yeah, yeah. We, yeah. I bet we looked pretty awesome smoking in our hot pink dresses. Smoking hot, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we hadn't thought of that like yeah. that before. Yeah. Oh dear. Yeah. So uh, yeah, then we we came to Queensland, and I got back into building for a little while, and um, had a bit. Was of that a... good to get back into that? It was. Yeah. Um, I employed as a, a non-trade carpenter which is a step above a labourer, so I could actually do... So you were coming up in the world. <laughs> I was, I was, yeah, yeah. So I can build a house now, but um, I don't have a ticket to do it, so... Yeah. yeah. Well, who needs tickets? Yeah, anyway? I can get an owner-builder, that's about all. Owner-builder. Yeah. Right, but... so when I rebuild the river house... Yeah, I can do that for you. Sweet. Yeah. You'll have to leave work, though, because I need it straight away. Oh, well, <laughs> if you're getting your kit home, that's easy. That's up and ready to go in six weeks. Yeah. But yeah, it's twenty Sorry. grand. That's what it cost you for me to build it. He's given me a quote already. Yeah. Right, oh. Yeah. I've got it in writing now. Oh, the no. microphone is more. Don't write that down. No, I don't have to because <laughs> it's recorded. Oh, but it's and not And I've a got CCTV going on because this is videoed as well. Oh you know? yeah, I know. <laughs> not even. No, it's not. No way, not the way. Yeah. Oh god. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah. So you're building there, and then. When did you end up back in mining? Um, well, on and off, really. I uh, went back to Western Australia looking for mining work and uh, your sister and her boyfriend were in Mount Isa. 
The Isa. The Isa, yes. Which is in Queensland. In the northwest Queensland, yes, yes Mount Isa. So uh, I went up there for an interview and for a bobcat job, bobcat and truck driving, and um, they got me to fill up the truck with dirt and then they got me to tip it out and then they got me to put the bobcat on the back of the truck and said, well, we're happy with that, so if you want the job, it's yours. And uh, he assumed that I was flying back to Perth to get everything organised, and I said, why would I go back to Perth? I'm here. When do I start? Mm. So I started on Monday. That was on the Saturday I had the interview. started on Monday, and then um, Lynn came up a couple of weeks later, and the van and the car and everything came up. And You didn't make her drive all the way there. No, she flew. <laughs> She <laughs> oh, you're, this is why we love you, Baz. You're awesome looking after my mama. Yes, on and that. the car and the caravan came up on transport. So. Oh, that's right. So you flew as well? I was already there. Yeah. Oh, you Oh, you didn't? Yeah, right. Yeah, okay. I flew up for the that's interview right. yeah, and then yeah. stayed for the and job. And stayed and just said, get your ass here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, make it happen. Yes. I'm working. That's right. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that was sort of around... Mount Isa Mine and a couple of other little jobs around town. But um, then we moved to Charters Towers, which is where I actually got back into mining mining, mm-hmm. um, into gold mining, uh, with a lot of people that I worked with in the mine in Western Australia, where I met Lynn. And uh, they came over and we had a big sort of reunion and everybody got working in there. And I worked at a couple of different mines. And um, after a couple of years, we travelled, as we like to do, yeah. and uh, then ended over back over in Western Australia. Thirteen trips across the Nullarbor we've done. Oh, wow. Yeah. Driving trips, not flying trips. Yeah. You can't count flying no. over. No. 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 So, uh, yeah. We Just for those in... that don't know, the Nullarbor is... Oh, mm. tell us about the Nullarbor. How mm. many kilometres of... Absolute freaking nothing. Is oh, it? there's 400 kilometres of nothing, but there's uh, 90 kilometres of dead straight road. No yeah. corners, nothing, and not one beer bend. Nothing. That's it, isn't yeah. it? That 90k. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think the guy who was putting the white lines on the road was having a few beers because they swerved a little bit, but the bitumen kept going straight. <laughs> <laughs> he was bored. He goes, oh, yeah. this will give them something yeah. to laugh at on yeah. the way over. Might have swerved to miss an emu or a camel, maybe. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Any pigs yeah. out that way? No, too cold for pigs. Oh, yeah. emus? Emus, camels, yep. A few donkeys, sheep. wombats. Any sheep? Um... Probably, because it's, it is sheep country mm. through there. Yeah. But, yeah, boring. Boring. Kangaroos, obviously. Oh, yeah, more mm. kangaroos than you can poke a stick at, yeah. 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 And what about, um, what I find quite fascinating is the big, massive birds that then come and eat the roadkill, oh, like yeah. big eagles. Wedgetail oh, eagles, Oh, you've got to watch yeah. them because they guard it. And they're like, oh, oh you're not yeah. getting near. Oh, I don't want it, mate. <laughs> oh, it stinks. Why would I want to eat that? Yeah, and when you're driving in, you think, oh, is it going to fly away? Is it not? Yeah. Occasionally, they're a bit slow taken off, and you hear of cars and trucks who have a wedgetail eagle going through the window. There's a windscreen. Oh, and, that's uh, a wedgie and a half. That's a wedgie. <laughs> you like that? You I beat Baz. <laughs> I beat Baz to that punchline. Oh was my there. <laughs> God, that's awesome. Oh, yeah, man. but um, yeah, so we went across there and 
I worked in the uh, the all famous Super Pit in Kalgoorlie, which used to be the biggest open cut mine in uh, the Southern Hemisphere. And used um, to be, it's not anymore. No, there's bigger ones apparently. Oh right. Yeah. So, uh, but only in size, not so much in depth. Uh, it's going down to 900 meters in depth. Mm, so, it's a long way down. It's a big mine. Yeah. And, and they uh, keep um, resuming bits they, of the town. Yeah, yeah, they extend extend the pit. Um, yeah, they do a cutback, and they had to buy, I think it was twenty something businesses in one area of town so that they could expand the pit. Uh, but they got good money for it. Mm. So. Do they relocate them somewhere else, or well, they just sell they, out? Like if the council says, or main roads might even take. Yeah. My river. Well, they won't take the river house <laughs> over my dead body. Yes. No, they won't, but I might be one inch away from the new super-duper highway, but I'm planning I'll be dead by then. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. No, Thanks they... for that. Yeah, you'll be dead. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, well, I'm just saying it won't oh. happen for a long time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, um, they can reclaim land and, and the government can say you're moving out. Um, with mining or any other industry that wants to take a bit of land, then they've got to pay the right yeah, I price. It's a business, isn't it? it? Is. It's not yeah. the government. Exactly. There's yeah. a difference. Yeah, and then the people just either, well, they can afford to relocate themselves then, so... Um, oh, yeah, you'd go to the other side of town, wouldn't yeah, you? Oh, very much. Like, not just the next bit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or you could sell them out, sell out again. Maybe some of them have done we, that. Yeah, How yeah. many oh. <laughs> Google yeah, it. Buy, buy the one next door. <laughs> How many businesses yeah. have sold to Cal? So who owned it? Kalgoorlie Consolidated Gold Mines. K- KCGM. KCGM. Yeah. That's right. And yeah. that's yeah. I'll shut yeah. up. Keep going yeah. on your yeah. story. Um, one guy did actually move to the other side of town. Um, he was one of the probably two or three houses within that small industrial area. So he moved to the other side of town, and once those buildings were gone then the mine could actually reclaim more land back to the main road, which was the bypass, mm. the heavy vehicle bypass for town. And um, so to to get that particular piece of real estate, they had to buy or build another bypass, <gasps> which they built on the other side of town. Past his... And they reclaimed that fellow's land to put the road through. <laughs> so he did have two bites of that cherry. Yeah, but the second one wasn't that good because the government made him move out. And he, oh, because that was a road thing. A road thing, that's yeah. right. Even though the mine was paying for it, yeah, the main roads and everything actually did the work. And they said, no, nah, we'll give you what you paid for it and see you later. I believe he's mm. on a yacht somewhere in the Mediterranean or... <laughs> as you would. Yeah, Drinking you would. Forex Gold. Drinking cans. Forex Gold. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers, Baz. Mm. So what did you do there at the Super Pit in Kalgoorlie, Western pit. Australia? Mm. Now, there'll be a lot of West Australians listening to this, I'm sure. I know of one, Hard Hat Mentor. Anyway. Oh, is that all? Okay. A- <laughs> anybody? <laughs> I told you there's thousands. Yes. No. Well, there will be one day when they all come back. Well, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So... Um, I just started off as what they call a rock sniffer. I was in a loader and uh, you just run around the pit picking up spillage that the trucks drop and um, clearing the ramps and the roads and 
filling in little potholes and building buns and all that sort of stuff. So it was a really good job. Um, just basically looked after myself as far as my crib times and stuff like that. And selfish, that is. It is selfish. Eh? Good yeah. role, though, to be able not be have to be told, come in, you're getting hot-seated yes, and all that. That's right, yeah. yeah. And then I also got to choose who I had crib with, whether it was the first lot or the hot-seated. <laughs> they're a bunch of assholes. I'm not going in now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ooh, oh, they're cool. I'll go in now. Or go in when there's no one there if you want a bit of me time, bit that's of a bit right. of mad bads time. But there's always someone there. There's yeah. always someone spare or yeah. waiting, yeah. trucks broken something like True. that. Yeah. But no, it, it was good. It's probably, I'd still say even now, and that was back in 2000, I'd, I'd say that's probably still the best. Hang on, Baz, it might go and put the bird inside. This little noise is one that you need to put in time and time again through the whole podcast. Cheers. Excuse me, I think I'm going to fart. Bloody mosquito, go away. I was very good. I was very good. You're very good. That (laughs) face does not say very good. I was going to say that you probably could have just told that story anyway without me saying. Yeah, yeah. That's all right. Just looking at our time, that's... Probably 40 minutes, 10 minutes of crap. <laughs> 30. No, that's good. We're on track. Okay. Mm. Carry on. Oh, I shouldn't have got a beer. Oh, no, I'm good. I know you're good, but you shouldn't have got a beer. Don't waste a good old. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, where were we? Uh, oh, yes. Um, yeah, rock sniffing. And um, after what the, the contract that we got was only for six months. And uh, if we did a good enough job, then the contract would be renewed for three years. And the boss said to me, uh, the company is going to train you to operate 793 rear dump trucks, (gasps) which were fucking huge back then, (laughs) considering that the only one I'd ever seen before that was a 777, which is a 70 ton truck. Um, just in case our contract did not get renewed because he didn't have any work for me anywhere else. So anyway, we did such a good job that they renewed contract for three years. <laughs> and, awesome. Uh, mm, so uh, then family, family life sort of got a bit harder and we decided that we'd come back to Queensland to be with the family. And, uh, yes, we had a good catch-up for six months or so, and then we went down to New South Wales to work in a mine down there. Mm. And uh, this is, was your introduction to mining down in New South Wales. Um, Mad Mumsy went through a bit of a rough time in her life, and then uh, she came down to stay with us, and I said, well... Why not come out and get a job in the mines? And she said, and I quote, I don't know anything about those big machines. And I said, well, <laughs> you do. Well, you see, you know, out on roadworks and stuff. And she said, yeah, well, the only one I know is those things that got six wheels and a big knife underneath them that hold the traffic up for hours. That's a grader. And now <laughs> yeah. she operates them. <laughs> 
Yeah, so... And they're uh, a lot bigger than the ones in the they're on, roadworks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I still don't drive the biggest yet. No. That'll come, though. Yeah. That's right, yeah. Yeah, so um, she came and worked, and I was her trainer, and... Um, being old school, I like to... Being old? Oh, oh, oh old school. Well, I, Sorry, I had to slip that in. I've been, I was I'm old. the one telling all the jokes you here. Are, I was old <laughs> when I went to school. No, I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> I must be old because I went to school. You didn't oh, go to school. I did so. <laughs> <laughs> so I like to train people... Yes. ...to do it right. Why? I, I'll i just interrupt you yes. there for a minute. And... um. I have to say that I have been trained by a lot of people on different things and not blowing wind up your kilt or anything. I'm but glad, you... I'm glad I don't wear a kilt. <laughs> it might be illegal as a stepfather. I can get six budgies <laughs> under there on the pelt. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> but you are the best trainer I've ever had. Uh, Clearly I had a shitload to learn because I knew nothing. <laughs> yeah, but also I was your first trainer, so yeah. that that would probably say why. But it could have made it or broken it. Oh, for Because sure. I did have a couple of other people that kind of fell asleep going up the ramp and stuff, which was a bit scary. <laughs> yeah. And, he'd, and he was driving. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he'd had a hard break. <laughs> and, I, and he was quite a big man. Mm. And so I'm elbowing him. He, goes, <laughs> <laughs> he was snorting and, oh, um, uh, oh, you're going to sleep. No, I wasn't. No, I wasn't going yeah, up a ramp. Up I mean, the, yeah. at what, eight? Kilometers an hour. Yeah, micro flat sleep. stick. That'll kill you. Yeah, and it's a bit scary if you're the one in the passenger seat. So uh, we got. Yeah. I never used to really like to drive back then. If or I could get out of it, I would. Oh, but yeah. we got to the dump, and I said, "Oh, can I have a go?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He was pretty keen. Yeah. Um. So, but what I'm trying to get at is, where has your passion for training come from? And I think you touched on it just before when you said. About wanting people to get it right. Yeah. Where, where does that come from? Um, well, it actually comes back from my dad uh, mm. in building because if you don't do it right, your house is going to fall down. Um, it's it's the old saying: measure twice, cut once. Mm. Uh, nowadays, it's do it right the first time. So you don't have to do it again. And that, that could be any job, any industry. Yeah. You know, do it right the first time, you won't have to do it again. So he said to me, his first bit of advice when I left school was, when you start work, don't go flat out and bust your balls because if you do that, they're going to expect it all the time. Don't go slow and bludge and carry on because you won't have a job. <laughs> yeah. So... Pick uh, a speed that you're going to work at and do it consistently all the time. Do everything the same all the time. You'll be right. If you need to go a little bit faster, you can. When you can slow down a little bit, you can. So my what I do now is I go to work, I start off slow, and then I just taper off. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so in my training of people... I try and instill in them this this is the way I was trained because in the early days there wasn't as much safety as what there is now. Mm. So if you fucked up you died pretty much. Yeah. So you had to do it right. And I've carried that through even 
it doesn't matter if you've got someone else driving the truck for you you still got that safety and you've got the rules and regulations and everything and that all designed to keep people alive and that's this is what I try and instill in green skins clean skins whatever you call them people who've never driven the machinery before this is how you should do it in my book this is how you're expected to do it in the management book whether you do or you don't is totally up to you mm -hmm. but if you fuck up you're dead yeah because it's serious it's a serious thing yeah so i try and get people this is this is how you should do it and i reflect on things on the machinery, what the machinery is capable of doing, and if you exceed that, you're not doing it right. So, you know, have fun, look around, enjoy what you're doing, but be safe. Mm. And being safe is, if you do it right, you're safe. So you really try to get into people the, um, the why. Mm. A big thing, I like to consider myself a bit of an entrepreneur, you know, I listen to um, a lot of them. Oh. Um, <laughs> you put your nose up when you say that. God, Entrepreneur. Let's crack the champagne. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> but a lot, a lot of them, everything in across, everything that they're promoting to us is always, and this is about starting a business or or whatever you're doing. Start with why. Mm. It's always start with why. Mm. And I'd never really thought about that until you were saying that. When it comes to training, start with why we do it this way. Mm. And the biggest thing in mining is so you don't die. So you go and home. And because people do die, as you'll know, mm. last week. Yeah. Well, I'm right. not even going there this week because we're having fun. Aren't we, we are having Baz? fun. That's right. The why, is, the why is, the answer to why is simply so you and your workmates all get to go home and see your loved ones. That's mm. that's that's why we go to work. I don't go to work because I want to go to work. I go to work so that I can come home to my family. Yeah. And you don't go to work to stay alive. No. It's deeper than it's it's deeper than that is. That's right. It's whatever what is your why? Is it so you can go home and ride your Harley or go fishing or mm. go to the footy or cook that awesome recipe or be with your loved ones or, you know, um, find out. You, you, people really need to think why they're there, why we do what we do, mm. other than just money. Mm. Obviously, money is a big thing, especially when people come into that. What, what are your comments on the money side of six? Yeah, you, you do get, well, maybe not so much now because the mining... <laughs> yeah. yeah, shit's gone to shit. shit Although it's trying shit, to pick up. It's shit on shit, yeah. Um, the mining industry has tightened up a hell of a lot because of the price of the product, the sales price and all that sort of stuff. Whereas when I first started, people would change a job for the sake of an extra 30 cents an hour. Mm. And you, you think, really? 30 cents an hour? But when you work in six weeks, that's a lot of hours mm. that you add up your 30 cents. Um, over the course of a year. Over the course of a year, exactly mm. right. Well, yeah. even over the course of six, fuck, six yeah. weeks. <laughs> yeah. How do you do that? Uh, even there, there's still mines that op operate four weeks on one week off. There's three quite weeks a few. on one week off. Yeah. The standard, particularly over at the west, is two weeks on one week off. Yeah. Um, 
a few are starting to realize that they'll get more productivity more uh, reliability out of their workers doing seven and seven mm, which is week on week off week on week off yep everybody gets a turn you, one fly in here yeah fucking pissing me off sorry let's try and get him you if, you can, if you can go out, I'm gonna spray it on you, Baz. <laughs> oh, oh no! Oh. Don't bug me. <laughs> oh, it might be empty. You get anything on this podcast? Let's hear you. Yeah. I bet you missed him. That all went out the door, didn't it? Well, that's where the fly went to, I think. So if he comes <gasps> back in, he's he's knackered. Huh? Did you hope you covered your beer? Of course. Uh, with tradition. my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh dear. Uh, yeah, so um, times have changed. Uh, yes, the mining company pays good money, but the reason they have to is because they've got to compensate you for being away from home. Um, if you're fortunate enough to live in a town where you're home every night, well, that's big bonus. That's huge bonus. Mm. It's yeah. also a choice, isn't it? I, exactly right. Exactly. Not necessarily fortunate enough a lot of a lot of us could be oh and you have done that a lot of us could be fortunate to live in the town yes but most of us choose not to be that fortunate we'd rather be unfortunate and live the way away from that fucking mining town <laughs> yeah definitely but you've done yeah. both what do you what do you um i prefer? i love the home every night bit hmm. but it all depends on where it is like i would never yeah. take my family 500 kilometres north of Kalgoorlie into the Simpson Desert just to be home every night with them. Um, mm. You've got to look at their life as well. They, The kids need school. Uh, the partner needs friends and shopping and coffee, you know, and to have a life. Mm. Which and internet access. Internet which is, is a big thing these days. The moment, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, but the partner who works is willing to do that to provide for his family or her family, depending on which partner is at work. Yep. Um, so that when the time comes when you've had enough, you've got pretty much everything you need. You've got your nice house and your nice car and your partner's still got their life. The kids have got their life. And seven days, people say, oh, but you're away for seven days. Oh, you're home for seven days. Mm. A lot of people only have Saturday and Sunday at home. Or Saturday afternoon and or Sunday. Or Saturday afternoon and Sunday, that's right. So, mm. Yeah, you you make the choice. If, if you're doing it just for the money, you're better off being single. Mm. Because... A lot of times there's overtime available, etc., etc., and if you have no commitments, it's it's simpler if you're just doing it for the money. If you're doing it for the money for your family, yes, no problem at all. But um, in one mine I worked, a lot of people were coming just for three months to make some quick cash and then bugger off back to town. And... A lot of them couldn't handle it. A lot of them were spending more time looking in the mirror at themselves than what was behind them on the road. Um, not just females. I was just going to say that. Not just females, mm. no. A lot of 
prima donna guys who would come out and make some quick money for three months and bugger off. Yeah. But they don't have the mongrel in them. They they can't survive. They would never survive in for mining. For 20 years or no, something. No, no. You, you've got to have a bit of mongrel in you to be able to do that. So one of the questions I try to touch on with each podcast guest is um, your thoughts on women working in a male-dominated industry and, okay, our industry is the mining industry, but I'm kind of assuming that it would be similar. I know women that work in um, the cane industry. Mm. They drive trains and tractors Mm. and stuff. So um, there's plenty of other male-dominated industries out there that women are slipping into, not slipping into, we're taking over. <laughs> no, but, you know, I mean, we, yeah. we're just, people can do what you want to do. You doesn't can, matter if you're yep. a woman or a man, choice. Exactly. A lot of people, last thing they'd ever want to do is that. They'd rather just work in a dress shop. Yes. And yep. good for them. Mm, and exactly, yeah. that's not what this is about. What I'm, what I'm trying to ask you, I guess, is you've been in this industry for a long time and you've worked with a lot of women and, like, you had to help me come through when I'd only ever worked in a pet shop and I can't even remember what else fish I used delivery. to do. Secretary. <laughs> fish delivery. <laughs> I was a fish fresh fish. Yeah, I, I, I have always been a bit of a tomboy and at parties and stuff, the blokes were more interesting than some of the conversations going on with the women, but it was more the lifestyle I had when growing up racing motorbikes and all that, I Mm. thought, Mm. at the time. But you've worked with a lot of women and seen a lot come and go. Mm. So any tips, thoughts? Um, Yeah. Well, when, when you came to New South Wales to live with us, because of your past, and I knew that you were a bit tomboyish, you love to get out there and do, you know, motorbikes and baseball, softball, all that sort of stuff. And thought, you've got a bit of mongrel in you. Got a bit of mongrel you've in you. You've got a bit of mongrel in you. So <laughs> that's why I said to you, why don't you come and have a go at this mining gig? Mm. And they um, were hiring a lot of people they at were, that time, yeah. weren't they? Oh, for sure. It was good yeah. timing, lucky. It was good timing, yeah. 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 The, the angels were looking after you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You have lots of angels. I sure do. Yeah, we all well, we all do. Yeah, I believe so. Um, yeah, so um, yes, I've worked well back in '88. There was, I think, out of 120 people on site, there was probably a dozen females um, on the whole site. On the whole site, yes. Mm. Um, out of that dozen, there was probably one truckie, um, a couple of survey assistants and an apprentice shop fire and the rest were laboratory or office or um, kitchen hands or domestics that sort cleaners. of stuff cleaners yeah domestics oh sorry Ooh, domestics because <laughs> yeah, domestics do also, also do uh receive kitchen that. yeah roger 10 4 yes. over. yes yeah. and we don't say roger 10 4 or big buddy in or, mining no have you ever heard that no or over i hear over occasionally but they're but they're people that don't know that we don't say over <laughs> yeah oh i was at this one mine this one mine at band camp mm. and there's this guy that comes, I think he's in survey, 
and he would or emergency response mm. and get out in the emergency vehicle have a look around see where yep. everything is calls up to come on a circuit and says over <laughs> and we don't say that you don't have to say that it's no. crowded enough as it is as soon as you take your finger off the button you're over right that's it you're over it yeah <laughs> but people take the piss out of him and mm. he probably doesn't even know it like someone please tell them don't say that yeah or they're straight out of university but that is also uh, that is actually radio protocol for like ses and that so uh, that's where it comes from and then when because they've been trained in fire brigade or ambulance or rescue then they go to the mines that's still in ingrained yes in their radio procedure so but soon they yeah. get out of it yeah well we usually i've never done it but i've heard other wags clowns have answered um you're cleared to come into circuit 24 over. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Roger ten four over. Copy that. Yeah, yeah. You get all of that. Yeah. And then uh, there's other circumstances of. We'll get back to whatever subject we were just talking about, but mm. I have to bring this up. Is you get so ingrained on one way of speaking on the two way. Yes. And maybe that's right. this old mate, what you say, mm. the ERT thing. Um, recently, I heard one mine. Don't allow you to say copy. That's right. Yeah, yeah. And, and how that well, I say that all the time. Copy that. Copy. Copy get, truck. This that. Yeah. You know. Copy that. Yeah. And it's a carton <laughs> if you say copy. Yeah. So you'd soon becomes, learn not to say copy. It becomes part of everyday life as speaking mm. like swear words. Now, it's just part of the language. So mm. you say to me, "Do you want a beer?" And I say, "Yeah." Copy that. <laughs> but yeah. Exactly. Exactly. It's, it's well, part of. It's... And when I first got into it, I thought it was so new and exciting. Mm. Copy this. And we had a really big house down in New South Wales. Yeah. yeah. And it was, I kind of had my own wing, it felt like. <laughs> it was the biggest house I'd ever lived in. Mm. And we were running around and the guys at work thought we were insane because they'd been in mining way too long. But I was so fresh and new at it. And I was I was in bedroom three. So I was... Copy truck three, <laughs> yeah. because we didn't know where we were. Copy truck three, and then copy whatever the number of our supervisor was. And I was doing it at home as well now, but <laughs> now I don't even want to think about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Um, you do go to put your delay in at roadworks and stuff. Though, yeah, but yeah. on the way home. Yeah. So oh, anyway, back. I used to drive my car home from work and try and stop the car with my retarder, which was actually my indicator yes. switch. Yeah, yeah, I've actually that's. You need to listen to this podcast. You will <laughs> laugh. You will laugh, Baz. You will love it. I tell oh, you. you, Mad Mumsy that. recommends <laughs> beers with a minor podcast. Yeah. But that has come up a couple of times. Yeah, 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 yeah. definitely. Yeah. Um, so yeah, women. Uh, as we, yeah, women. You can't do without them. Can't live with them. <laughs> can't live without them. But yeah, um, yeah. It doesn't matter. Like you're saying about dress shops. I mean, that might have been a step up from McDonald's, or. Wherever you know, mm. so or out of school, or out of school, mm. it, that might have been their their goal, their achievement at the time. Um, as far as women in mining go, I believe there should be more women in mining, not in the office, not yeah, they don't safety. Care. They they're well, not kind miners. Of does, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. What's a real miner? Yeah, that's another whole that's episode. A, oh yeah, that's There's an episode, whole... Baz. You got to listen. I know. <laughs> <laughs> that's another episode. That was episode number 
five maybe I'll have to edit that in <laughs> go to the I'll, it's a good opportunity to add this um, for all the links that we talk about in this episode such as whether what makes a real minor episode is head to madmumsy.com forward slash beers 21 that's the number two one mm. carry on Baz did you like that was it professional uh, well mate hey? someone's got to promote you <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah so, but, yeah, look, I've, as you say, I've worked in many mines where the women are there, sometimes not very many at all. Mm. Um, and it used to be um, the guys would say, why have we got women here? And, well, we can't go into the, some of the jokes that used to come out of it. But It is X-rated, but yeah. I don't want to hear them. I can, I've yeah. heard them, actually, and yeah. I can imagine. <laughs> Um, yeah, so and now it gets more to when are we getting more females on the crew? Mm. Because big truck, we're talking if you're, if you're wanting to go into mining, you think, could I do it? Well, of course you can. Leanne, my other daughter, is. Um, I'm Leanne, you're allowed to tell Okay. Uh, <laughs> it came out in the last two episodes. Um, Four foot nothing, 65 kilos ring and wet with eight layers of woolen clothing on. I wish. <laughs> <laughs> and she operates um, a 360-ton haul truck with wheels that are like four metres high, so anyone can do it. There are people shorter than her who yeah. operate bigger machinery as big machinery. It's not... Who, how big you are and tough you are, you just got to have, as we say, a little bit of mongrel in you and don't be wanting to do it to just go and make some quick cash because it's not a quick cash career. It's a career where you can make some serious money, mm. but if you just want to think and let, let's go and get 10 grand because I want to go to Bali and then I'll quit. Yeah. Or pay off the house, or yeah. Then yeah, no. Nah. You've got to you've got to commit to it because if you can last twelve months, then I'd say you'll be in it for twenty years. Mm. If you last three months and go, that was good. I'll go back. You never will because mm. you're not committed to it. And people won't employ you, and it's getting harder and harder now. So you've got to have, the and drive. the money's less, and the money is less. Everything yeah. is tightening up. That's right. You've got to have the commitment. You've got to have the drive. You've got to, got to want to do that. I'm not saying you have to be butch for the girls. You don't have to be I'm not butch. butch. No. Look at me. Not what I call <laughs> no, not, Don't look at me. Don't look at me today. It was a big night last night. The crows won the footy. Woo! Oh, go the crows. And someone cooked an awesome tea. And someone cooked an awesome tea. Father's yeah. Day footy. Woo-hoo. Does not get better than that. Especially oh. when we win and we're going to beat Sydney next week. Yeah, and copious amounts of forage. So, copious. copious. Red wine with mum too because she makes me Well, there's it. red wine in the dinner. Oh. Swelling. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's why it tastes so nice. Lamb shanks. <laughs> Better than any lamb shank I've had at camp, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah. Look, you girls out there, if you want to go into mining, 
just do it. Just do it. Mm. Um, for the right reason. Don't just think I'm going to make a lot of money. And it's an easy job, but it's all the other shit that goes with it, like your twelve-hour shifts and your night shifts, and you're away from your family, you're away from your loved ones. But when you get home, everyone's going to be your friend because you've got a shitload of money. Mm. So, and that's another something to be careful of. Yes, exactly. Don't be the rich miner because you do end up paying for yeah everything, for and then everyone. you don't yeah you won't get anywhere if you're always shouting everyone else and partying hard because I earned this, I'm going to spend yep. it. And yeah. you do, you and you do, it. Yeah. you live up to yeah. it. Yeah. You live yeah. live to your income. Yeah. yeah, even if it's a good income. Exactly. Well, especially, yeah. and then you're trapped. Yeah. And we're going to talk about this when I interview my accountant. Mm. Um, you can you can get trapped because then you get to a point where you have to stay in mining, even though um, you be, don't like it. Because you get when and this is why I went back. I I left a while ago. I think I can't. I'm not sure. Mad Mumsy listeners know had a um, bit of time off there, never to return to mining. Took mm. my redundancy, voluntary redundancy, and few things changed, council laws on my little hippie shop didn't go through. <laughs> oh, kill my dream council, yeah, thanks for that. Bloody, who voted for I them? I know, oh, well, clearly someone. <laughs> and then I was going to go, um, I thought, it's all right, I'll get a job in a dress shop and I'll be home every night and that. And then when I realised I'd probably get 400 bucks, 500 bucks a week. Before still have tax. to drive, yeah. Still have to drive all the way to town, mm. thirty minutes every day there and back. There's mm. fuel and everything. Only get a day off probably, so I wouldn't have time to. And I'd probably have to work weekends. Not that, that bothers me. Being a new person, you'd have to work weekends. Yeah, I'd get the shit <laughs> roster. <laughs> and I thought that wouldn't even pay my mortgage. That's it. You yeah. know. Um. Yeah. So yeah, I ended up going back into mining, and I'm really glad I did because that's when Mad Mumsy was born. Mm. But that is the trap, as you say, because we live to our budget, mm. and then when you don't have that budget coming in, it's oh my god, um, yeah, it's a trap. Yeah. You have to go back. Don't dare get sick, especially yeah. nowadays. Is the whole contracting exactly? So many of us are contracting now, where you don't get sick days, you don't get holidays, and if you don't go, you don't get no money. You don't get paid. No yeah. work, no and pay. It's yeah. hard to budget and mm, and mm. stuff. Yeah. But for sure, more more girls, come on, let's do it. The old story that women look after the gear a lot more than men, it's still true today. You mm. hop in a truck, you know that a young lady has been in the truck because it's... Or an old lady. Or an old lady. Well, old you're lady. a young lady I'm to an me. old lady. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I suppose I am. Can yeah. I have that in writing? Yeah, oh, I, I don't need to. I've got it Oh, you've, Yeah, but CCTV. I haven't signed it, so it's not legal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, yes, please, more more women in mining. Yeah. And uh, a lot of girls will say that's because the guys just want someone to perv on. But in this age of equality, guess what, you girls? There's a lot of nice young fellas out there that you can perv And old fellas. And old fellas. Oh, oh, you old no. silver fox, you. Us old fellas <laughs> are too smart for that oh. shit. <laughs> but that is something like you and mum have been together for 28 years. Yeah. And I know that, and I've seen it plenty of times out there and stuff, it's hard. And I've, I've been the one who's worked with the blokes and... We're, we're family, and then when you meet 
their family, say at a barbecue in town or a social club, mm. do at the golf club or whatever, um, they kind of look at you strange or you, you pick up the energy. And I can understand that on both sides because if you're the one at home, woman or man, if you're the one at home, you don't know what's going on at camp mm. and you know that they talk about this one and that one and that one when they come yeah. home. Yeah. But it's just because that's who you work with. Exactly. Could be yeah. Joe Blow at the water cooler in the office. Yes. You're going to talk about it. Yeah. Um, and then when you meet and then, yeah, trust is a big thing. And, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, you and, yeah. Yeah. In um, Western Australia, 85% of divorces are mining-related people. Mm. So... But that's a lot to do with the roster. I mean, the person and the at rosters work, are getting a little better. They're getting over there. better, yeah. But the person at home, they have their life and they have their roster. Their roster. Yeah. On Monday they do this, and on Tuesday they do that, and rah rah rah. And you, they live their life, and then all of a sudden, the mining partner comes home, and why, why, why are you going out? Why, why aren't you spending time with me? But in the same instance, the mining partner wants to go and catch up with their friends mm. and play golf or go and have coffee or go fishing or whatever so it's yeah they've been working their ass off yeah and they need some r and r yeah that's right well currently we are sitting in a 16 foot caravan 16 foot by 8 foot and it's probably about the size of the room that we live in when we're in camp true yeah, with an ensuite. With an ensuite. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and when you go home to your $500,000 house with your five bedrooms and three bathrooms and double... Well, not everyone, get, but yeah, oh, some. Yeah, some do. Yeah. Um, and your partner's not there because they're out doing their life, which they're entitled to do. Yeah. But it puts a lot of pressure on a relationship. Yeah. So... And... Especially if there's children involved, mm. you know, Tuesday nights, tennis mm. night or, mm. you know, whatever. Like there's, And they need routine. You've got to have routine. But as I spoke about, and I'll add links in the show notes to this episode, with Kirsty from Separated by Work, um, the book that we spoke about in that episode. And yes, we are going to do part two. We just had a few life events happening in between on both sides. Um, and that's what she said. You, as a family, you start to work out when you do come home, what happens and it doesn't have to be, um, bad changes, you know, like you just work it in that dad's home or mum's home and this is what happens and this is what we do the first day because mm. it's the special day or we let them sleep. Like we know, don't go near you after night. First day, oh no, no, don't come over For today. You might be big <laughs> Can we yeah. just touch on that? We might have to kind of move on, but I would yeah. like to touch on rosters and um, any tips you have for sleeping, especially for night shift. What's your yeah. preferred roster and um, why, first of all? Well, even time roster, it doesn't matter what it is, but the longer the better. Um, seven and seven is awesome because mm. you get a full seven days at home which includes a weekend. So if you have kids, well, you can go and do the sports. You're home every second weekend. Um, it's by the third day, yeah, you're into it. 
and next minute it's hump day. Next minute. Next minute. Next minute. <laughs> it's hump day, and then shit, there's only three to go. Yeah. And then you have a sleep and, and put a shirt on, you look in your cupboard, there's only one shirt left. I'll have to do the washing. No, bring it home. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say you yeah. wash it home, yeah, yeah, right, yeah. Yeah, so um, seven and seven, for me, is is the ideal roster. Yeah. Um, the best thing, um, as far as sleeping, at the moment I'm only doing ten hours, so... It's changed again because I finish at four o'clock in the morning. Mm. And do I have breakfast and go to bed and wake up at two o'clock, or do I stay up until seven or eight o'clock and then still wake up at two o'clock? So yeah, but on your normal night shift, just treat it exactly the same as a day shift. When you knock off work at six o'clock or seven o'clock, do you go straight to bed? Uh, no. No. So why would you do that after night shift? Because you tra- you've been up all night and fucking tired. Yeah. Sometimes you are. Sometimes you've been up all day and you're tired. But, yeah, if you treat it like a day shift, mm. right, when you go home, have your tea or your breakfast, whichever you want to have, and if you sit up and watch TV or a movie until 7, 8, 9 o'clock, do that after night shift. Mm. A lot of people, I say, you should have a couple of drinks. They go, oh, no, can't drink. It's... it's like seven o'clock in the morning, but in your body it's seven o'clock at night because mm. you've just been working for twelve or thirteen hours. And I suggested to one fella out at my last job, um, have, have a couple of drinks, have a couple of bourbons or scotches or whatever. Mm. And um, so he tried that and slept right through till half past four. So and it'd be well out of your system by the time and, you oh, go to work because you have to be zero, obviously. Oh, for sure, yeah. Yeah, but you are allowed to have a few at yeah. the end of shift. You stay up till 9 o'clock on day shift, stay up till 9 o'clock on night shift, you guarantee. And do what you do, have a couple of beers, yeah. have a feed, have a whatever you do. Yeah, yeah. Just treat and it And you all find the same. that that helps. Yeah. 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 And because you're also probably going to get woken up. You, yeah. <sighs> You'll always have the cleaners next door banging or something or you'll have somebody who's crapped their pants at work and has to come home and get changed or whatever. Mm. Crows on the roof. Crows on the roof. Think someone's breaking in. Cane toads that somebody's put a bit of fishing line and a sink around (laughs) their leg and thrown it up on the roof. Oh, my God. We haven't even got any stories. (laughs) A hot tin roof. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah. Just, yeah. Treat it as a normal day. And yeah, give it up. Get through it. Yeah. yeah. And what about just changing tact quite a bit? Um, I ask all my guests when life goes to shit, we all need to have something in us that helps us to believe that we can get through it. Because sadly, a lot of people don't believe that, and that's that end up taking their life. And it's mm. a big issue in our industry. It's a big issue in just life at the moment. Um, But what sort of things do you do, like your happy place and things that help you know that no matter what happens, you can get through and and you take the time to do them when you get the opportunities and that just helps Mad Baz not (laughs) go actually... 
mad. Pretty mad. <laughs> Madder, I was going to say. Oh, is that even a word? No. Yeah. Oh, dear. If you're yeah. picking up what I'm putting down. Yes, yeah. Um, do you mean at work, getting through work or getting, Both. getting through life? Both, whatever yeah. you feel like talking about. Yeah, okay. Well, I As, get. That would help other people that may be struggling or may struggle in the future. But also it's a good way just as I ask every different person, mm. people have different things. Oh, for sure. Yes. Yeah. So firstly, I'll ask you, are you okay? I'm okay right now. Actually, I need another beer. So do I. Right. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is what will help you through. If you ask yourself first, are you okay? And mm. if you come up with, I've had this, I've had enough, I've had enough, it's believe in yourself that what you are doing is not just for yourself, it's for so many other people. Um, I read a quote the other day that said, when you die, the pain does not end. It just transfers to someone else. Mm. So if anybody is sort of really in a bad place, they aren't alone. They aren't by themselves. I I personally have been diagnosed with depression and I'm coping with that. I'm dealing with it. I have medical help, but I have a really fantastic close-knit core people called family and we all get on and we all talk and do shit together this is what it's about i had an opportunity to go into a mining house in a job where i am now uh, rather than being a camp uh, instead of being in a 16 foot by 8 foot room <laughs> A whole three-bedroom house. And oh, thought, wow. Excellent. Happy yeah. The only problem was the other two guys were on opposite crew. So when I was at work, they were on break. So I was by myself. Mm. And I had, there was no one. There was no one to talk to. So many, so much TV you can watch. In a camp, even though you might not be talking to people, you hear them because... After day shift, they're always out there having a beer and carrying on and stuff. And so I went to my supervisor and I asked them, could I go back to the camp? Because having depression, being by myself, really wasn't a good thing. Um, too much time to think. Mm. Uh, a lot of people say that about truck drivers. They're by themselves in a truck for 12 hours, but at least you hear people. You've got two way. your two-way radio, you've got your wireless, you've got crib times, you, you can tell people to get out of the way, rah, rah. Yeah, yeah. So it's belief, I think, in yourself. Obviously something's triggered you to be in that bad situation where you are, but it's you believe in yourself that you can get through that, and the way to get through that is... Don't bottle up. Don't mm. talk to someone. The first person you need to talk to, believe it or not, is your partner. And they need to know 
what you're going through. And then between the two of you, then you can go and get some professional advice and then they'll take it from there. And then the support people around that is awesome and you just get through. Mm. I'm not right through it, but hey, we're working on it. We're working on it. Oh, we need a hug now. Uh, oh, I love you. I love you too. Oh. And are you okay now? I am okay. I, I'm not really okay, but I'm okay. I'm getting there. Yeah, a couple of my friends have the same problem and I I need to talk to them more because I need to know where they are mm. and maybe I can help them. Maybe they can help me. Yeah, mm. that's right. And that's exactly what we spoke about with the CEO of Are You Okay mm. in episode 19, madmumsy.com forward slash beers 19. So... That was awesome. Thank you for sharing that. That's okay. I wasn't expecting that. Mm. But when I come home with my family, then we do shit together. We, we do shit. We do Punchy. shit together. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I occasionally, I'm, I'm not a big fisherman. Everyone thinks you live in Queensland, you buy a boat and you go fishing, catch a barrel mm, Monday, no, and I go very rich. But that doesn't happen. I go fishing maybe two, three times a year. I always have to call into the fish and chip shop on the way home <laughs> <laughs> because I never catch anything. <laughs> but now you got a new cookbook, you can, I can buy fresh fish and cook it for us. Yes, yes. Yeah. Because, see, I always believed that something my father told me as well was it's not about catching fish, it's about going fishing. Mm. It's about just being totally. there, relaxing, even if you don't even bait your hook, whatever. Mm. It's about... Going and doing something that yeah. you want to do. Okay. And it's an opportunity where you sit down and shoot the breeze and you just might have a chat mm. with someone. Mm. Yeah. It's the ideal time because there's no distractions. Mm. And, yeah, me and my dad, we used to have a lot of talks. Yeah. I used to go fishing with him. But he always used to say to me, two things you'd never, ever take fishing, kids and dogs. Because you never know where they are and they always want to go home. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Mm. So um, what else do you do? That you're, so, okay, so you don't really go fishing as you're a skate. No. And I know you haven't got a, a bike, a Harley. Now, no. You used no. to have little bikes oh, I never had stuff. a Harley. I would never buy a Harley. They're um, overpriced, overrated, I think. <laughs> but... Each to their own. Uh, each to their own, exactly That's right. right. And so had, what is your own? What is uh, your thing that you do like? I do? Yeah, I I still love to make things out of timber, hmm. um, whether it's furniture or shelves or something or other like that. But when I go out, wherever I go, I have always, always got my camera with me hmm. because... Uh, Lynn being an artist, um, always looking for subject matter, and that could be a palm tree, a leaf, a flower, a bee, a rock, a rock, a wave, a yacht, a cloud, whatever, anything. And I, I find that the more photos I take and the more that I look at them, 
I'm by no means a professional, but I am not fanatical, but I don't do Photoshop or any of that. I believe in myself. I've done a couple of weddings in the early days. Um, digital was awesome. Mm. Imagine doing a wedding with film. And then you don't know whether no. you got the right photo. Oh, do you want to get married again? Yeah. Well, <laughs> no, I've done one wedding and absolutely shit myself, and I, I don't mind saying I did the whole lot on auto. Yeah. I mean, I still got some great photos. Yeah, for sure. And yeah. they knew I wasn't a professional, but I know that you're anti-auto, anti, and I also <laughs> photoshopped out the corrugated iron under the trees and all of that, and you're anti Photoshop, mm. so old school, proper freaking photographer. Yeah, not like yeah. me. I'm like, don't yeah, take, I'm a photographer. Don't Put take up on one my photo, take two, because if the first one didn't work, the second one probably will. Yeah, 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 but yeah. Um, I did one wedding in Perth back in 1969, um, and they wanted the whole wedding shot in black and white. Wow except for the guests, which had to be full colour. And I shot, um, I think it was nine, yeah, nine 36 exposure film and gave them to the bride before I left and they got them developed, brought them round to me and said, there's no photos of the guests. <gasps> Yeah, I'd taken 40-odd shots without putting the film in the camera. Oh, no, no, that's, I was waiting for a joke or something. Well, that's no, not really a joke. No, that was, ah. yeah. So, yeah, no photos of the guests at all. So. <laughs> but, that's a hashtag fail. That's a hashtag fail. So you did another, was that the first one or the second that one? That was the first one. Yeah. And you did another one? I did another one, Is yeah. that why, why did you choose to do a second one? Um, to get it right. Yeah, to I knew you were going to say that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God, that would have oh, fucked you me. over big time. Yeah, yeah. And I only did it for a, for a favour because yeah. I was actually a taxi driver in Perth at the mm. time. Um, I supplied the taxi for the wedding and didn't charge them or anything like that. I got a yeah. free feed and a few drinks and took some photos. Yeah. And, so yeah. they could, it's not like you charge five grand and no. did they have a professional photographer oh, as absolutely. well? absolutely. Right, yeah, yeah. 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 So you were so like a secondary. I, I got all the candid shots. Yeah. Which, to me, that's the real wedding. Yeah, that's what I was looking you for. Know, yeah. People, the, the, the photographers say, right, are we ready, everybody? Over there. And everybody looks at the camera and they're all stiff and starts and they've got that fake smile mm. and, and then as soon as they go, they all relax and go, oh, yeah. That's when I take my yeah, photo, yeah, because yeah. that's that's the true feeling. That, yeah, that's what it's all about. Mm. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I have um, I have some of my photos on a website in America. Um, it was Fine Art America, but it's um, if anyone wants to have a look at a bit of my photos, there's everything on there. There's a bit of mining, there's boating, there's flowers, there's fish, there's animals. Old cars. Old cars, oh, black I love and white. Those yeah, yeah. But um yeah, it's um just Barry Dash Olson dot pixels dot com. And uh yeah, uh the the website is actually good. 
Um, I don't know if Lynn mentioned hers or not, but she didn't because we've got our own rocking now. Yeah, yeah. Mm. But um, on on that website, um, prints are available, but they're not just photos. They can be done on canvas or metal or right. framed, or you can get a tote bag or a, a shower shower curtain or something with any photo that you like on it. So, yeah. But I've been a bit slack lately. I've Got Bloody like, slack. Oh, Get no. your shit together. I've got, I only got like, I don't know, 40 or 50 photos on the website, but I've got like 14,000 in my yeah, laptop. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm kind of hearing you there a little bit. Yeah, so um, it's it's just now getting off my bum. Turn yeah. the laptop on and then start putting some of my photos in there. Yeah. yeah. Well, hopefully this conversation might encourage you it, to do it that. It might do. Yeah, yeah, I'll just have to see my landlord, though, and tell her that we're going to have to put the renovation on hold <laughs> while I do my photos. <laughs> I'm sure she'll say, fuck the photos. Yeah, get I'm on sure with the house. she will. Yeah. <laughs> thank, thank you, <laughs> landlord. All <laughs> <laughs> oh, right, so I think that, what do you reckon, that might be a good place to um, finish up there. It's yep. getting dark out here yeah. and we both need a beer. Oh, yeah, um, or two. With mum, if you wanted to see mum's art it would be lynnolson.com forward slash prints and that then goes to fine arts america oh, page it? i'm pretty sure oh, i'll ask okay. the web developer yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh, right. or, or just lynnolson.com yeah lynnolson.com to have a, have a look and yeah. I'll, I'll add those in our show notes which i will share with you shortly again Episode 21, mm. com forward slash beers 21. 21. 21 again. We 21 wish. today. Oh. I've only got like, I don't know, 38 years experience of being 21. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're doing maths now. Yeah. Oh, well, all right then. I guess it's time to say goodbye. We could chat all day and I know we have been known to. Mm. And you have to cook tea. Oh, no. <laughs> Again. <laughs> oh, I hope the servo's open. We're having fish and chips tonight. Oh, no. Get out there and get your rod out. Go fishing. <laughs> All the links we discussed in this episode are at madmumsy.com forward slash beers 21. That's madmumsy with a Z or a Z, depending where you're from, and the number 21. Every now and again, I spell it out. Because some people have asked if it's got a Y on the end or not. So it's M-A-D-M-U-M-Z-I-E. I would love you to please leave a rating and review on iTunes so more people can hear about the Beers with a Minor podcast. What's that? You're not an iTunes fan? Oh, that's all right. Just search for Beers with a Minor in your favorite podcast app and you will never miss an episode. Of course, please share with your mates. Thank you so much for listening. I really do appreciate you. Until next week, stay safe, be real, be special and have fun. For we only live once. Cheers. Psst. Hit me up on Twitter, at Mad Mumsy. See you there. <laughs>